Hey, welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. And this week, we're going to be chatting about animals, but in a different way. This is our Q&D. What's up, quick and dirty? This is what where we up? answer listener-submitted questions we receive from all of you. Thank you, everyone, who sent it to Q&D before. Thank you, everyone, who will send a Q&D in the future, <laughs> covering all of our bases in case we ever forgot to thank someone. But as always, uh, we're both former zookeepers. Nothing we say reflects any past organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. Flora, would you like to get grimy and tell me about your grimy week, please? Thank you. Sure. I thank you. have been playing Fortnite. <laughs> I would have never thought we'd live to this day. <laughs> $19 Fortnite card. <laughs> Who wants <What's> it? <laughs> Bong! No more Fortnite. I say that every time I play. Am I annoying? Absolutely. Every time we win, do we sing Victory Royale? That kid song from TikTok? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's because it's a bop. Do I play with my seven-year-old niece? Yes. Is she better than me? Maybe. Yeah. Do I also play with her 10-year-old friend who's also better than all of us? Yes. Do the gang of 7 to 10-year-olds make fun of me because I don't spend any money on the game? Yes. Am I asking all of you to send me V-Bucks? Yes. Uh Uh-oh. We got (laughs) there. Please send me V-Bucks so the children will stop making fun of me. If you like, getting bullied by kids. If you don't buy a skin, it just, like, rotates through, like, these four really bland people. Everyone else (sighs) in the game is, like, a superhero. Master Chief, Deadpool, a man made of pancakes, uh, right. like I just everything, and then I'm just like a white man, sometimes a white woman, no, and boring. they just like rotate, pass. It's agony. What would be your dream person? Your dream little? little I was thinking, man. I was non-binary. Thinking, what if? Yeah. <laughs> what if I could be like? What if I could be like? Mikasa <laughs> oh. from Attack on Titan. Get me like a red I want, scarf, hun. I want someone cool. I want someone. Killa was too short. Mm-hmm. I could be Hisoka, I guess. Well, that, that would, be... would be. And a kid's game? <laughs> that would be that disturbing. Would... That would honestly be perfect, though. <laughs> in a kid's game. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because I'm playing with was... my nieces and her friends. He was like a little Hisoka. bit. He was like a little bit of a guy that was into kids. You know what I'm saying? The like kids, a little bit pedophilic. The the addiction to Fortnite is real. So now these children have all added me, and even when my mm-hmm. niece is not playing, they like request to play with me. And I was talking <gasps> to my brother in law, and I was like, I don't feel, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't want to hang out with these kids. I'm hanging out with my niece, and he was like, they do it to me too. Like sometimes <laughs> they play and they log on, and then I'm and Ooh. like, can you imagine their parents being like, hey, who are you playing with? Oh, this girl's dad, and no one else, and not even that girl that I'm friends with. That's Concerning. not allowed. <laughs> they need, they no, need to understand that you can't just do that. <laughs> yeah. So my sister I mean, gets on and she's like, "Hey, um, we're gonna play with you, but like, we're not. We're gonna turn the music or the mic off. You can't talk to us because <laughs> it's weird that way." So, <laughs> but then he was like, "I get sad because she still keeps talking." And then she's like, "If you can hear Aww. me, head to Tomato Town." <laughs> <laughs> no. The Fortnite That's kid. Tragic. All the kids. All the kids. None of all them the are in school. Fortnite. They're just playing Fortnite. That is school now, is Fortnite. They lassoed me in. I'm an addict. That's okay. all I think about. TBH, um, they're probably learning more in Fortnite land than they are in in like elementary school land. They know all the different kinds of guns there are. <laughs> that's for sure. I, that's pretty good because I never learned anything useful. I so know. They know what be, guns are. That might be helpful. 
and they know where Tomato Town is. I don't. I don't think I've been there. Maybe one day, huh? Maybe one day I'll be taking a Tomato Town. Only if you send me V-Bucks to keepertchat at (laughs) gmail.com. Thank you. I definitely need some V-Bucks. Thank you. Kids are like, all you have to do is like, you just put your credit card into this one spot and like, or you could buy like a battle. I know how to spend money. I know how to do it, child. Thanks. Thank you, child. Um, Thank you, child. The problem is that I have bought a body pillow. I have bought an anime sweatshirt. (laughs) I am already out of money. (laughs) Like, I don't, I'm just not going to do it. I did it. I I did I spent money. (laughs) Oh, slippery slope. Who would have ever thought Flora would become a Fortnite person? I want to die. And then every day in Discord, it says Flora's playing Fortnite. And then the whole Discord roasts me every time. (laughs) Humiliating. Whatever. (laughs) We've entered a new era of quarantine. (laughs) She's really (laughs) flip-flopped. There's like anime and now there's Fortnite. I don't, how much deeper in this hole can I dig myself? What's wor- What's next? I don't know. You're getting pretty bad. About to start playing Minecraft? I'll just get like an OnlyFans, I guess. That's the only thing left. We already have a fucking podcast. That would be the one thing. Oh, let's start a podcast. We already did that. <laughs> we already beat <laughs> oh, you to it. Oh, Pre- let's start it. Pre-fucking quarantine, we were the losers <laughs> that started a podcast. Hey, let's start a fucking podcast. Done. Oh, I think I'm going to start streaming. I'm doing that. <laughs> uh let's watch a bunch of anime oh done that oh play fortnite doing that you're really crossing only off the fans? bingo card aren't you only only fans that's the only thing left if that you said- and i think like make bread oh well my mom made bread and i ate it does that count she made your <laughs> bread recipe <laughs> my never-ending bread recipe yeah that's what good. if what if the only currency i took on my only fans was v-box <laughs> oh my god you know actually actually <laughs> I think you might be onto something. Insanity. Anyway, it's so disturbing, losing, but it could work. I'm losing my mind. I'm home alone in this big spooky house. We played scary games on Twitch. I'm afraid every night. I've been yes. reading weird things on the internet. Oh, uh, no. I backed up my my computer for like fun. I don't know. I got a brand new chair. So <gasps> You did. The chair came in. The chair's so nice. I could sit in it for the rest <sighs> yes. of my life. Thank God. That was what I was hoping. I love this chair so much. I built it with my own two hands. <gasps> what? It came with instructions carpenter but i had to put it together <laughs> and i did a good fucking job of it a woodworker it's so nice damn dude well it rocks to the resume i know i bet it does but anyway how was your life how's your chair <laughs> my chair's okay i need a new chair my chair's okay get this chair i might get that chair get I'm this fucking about- chair <laughs> i'm thinking about building that flora chair what if you Who built knows? this chair with me oh wait i'll come take it apart oh when you come over, and then we can rebuild it together, and then it would be, like, a memory that we made together. It's going to be, like, that scene in Ghost where we, like, build a chair together. <laughs> I'll already know how to build it, so I just wrap my arms around you, like, no. The Allen wrench goes this way, Fauna. You need to rotate it uh, this way. I can't wait. Um, that actually, Cute! That sounds nice. I think, like, Ghost teaching me pottery is the last thing the last space on my quarantine bingo card so oh, okay we'll be okay, able to yeah. just like kill two birds with one stone like hey i built a kiln out back during quarantine isn't that crazy you want to go check out my kiln is that a crazy question <laughs> or are you like really into it like have you yeah, always like, been wanting to ask that trying to feel you out on this kiln i can't tell how you're feeling about it <laughs> you know what you know what in fauna's land here's what we've been doing and now uh, this is going to surprise anyone We've been watching Survivor. We've been watching <laughs> Sailor Moon. We've been reading hella books. We've yeah. been lifting weights. 
Yeah. I'm going to get swole. I've been doing it during my company meetings because I don't want to listen to what those people have to say. Oh, and we're uh, doing a challenge together now. Yes, we've decided we're both going to split our bodies in half. So that's going to be We're going to cut fun. ourselves open down the middle. Can't wait. And then we'll just piece each other back together. I'll take half <gasps> of you. You take half of me. Ghost. Like Done. ghost. <laughs> like goat. Yeah, like what ghosts do. Yep. <laughs> You know, that thing that ghosts do. That, that That's scene what we're from Ghosts do. when she gets ripped in oh, half <laughs> and they put her back together. <laughs> you know that one. It's really bad. It's really horrific. <laughs> um, but it's that really like famous scene, more famous than the kiln one, Yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been fun. I've got allergies also. Ugh. Don't you love when- Bad time for that. Don't you love when we come on here and we just complain about things? I actually didn't have a voice yesterday because of my allergies. Ugh. What the heck's going on, huh? Ugh. Ugh. As if as if everything wasn't enough. Anyways. You're oh, you're yes. half baked. You're um Oh. Yeah, I am. <laughs> God I wish. Tomorrow. Uh-huh. I'll be half baked. Okay. COVID. We're gonna be half cooked to COVID. Half baked. Don't you have your shot? I have my first one. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you're halfway there. Follow, I could not follow that <laughs> analogy. I was like, what is going on? You're yeah, halfway there. Yeah, I'm half-baked. You're I'm living it. on a prayer. Well, mine's tomorrow, and I am I actually just looked at the date and realized it was tomorrow, and I started sweating. I really don't like shots. <laughs> oh, you're going to be totally brought it fine. Up. I already am anxious about it. Here's the thing. Just imagine me sitting there building a chair with you instead. What if you... What if... <laughs> What if you wrap your arms around me and you put your hand on the doctor's hand? And I give you the shot. It's not even a doctor. It's going to be a man in a parking lot. It's going to be a a man from the National Guard. Yeah, that'd be perfect. And then he'll be like, oh, what are you thinking about? And you'll be like, I'm thinking about my best friend, like, building pottery with me. (laughs) He'll be like, okay, later, clown. Please pull forward, you weirdo. (laughs) Ma'am, you don't need to wait. You can just go. (laughs) I've already stabbed you. Yeah, you and I are going to be on the same uh, wavelength again. I can't wait for my um, phone service to improve. <laughs> I'm getting, wait, I'm getting Pfizer, I think. <gasps> Me too. Oh, fuck, yes, good. Of course, okay. of course. It, like, literally could not be any other way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, I wouldn't allow us to have different vaccines. <laughs> no. That would Forbidden. not be cool. So whatever the side effects are 100 years from now, when we're immortal, we'll both experience them at the same time. Yours will be like six days later. We'll be like, I remember when six days ago I also sprouted a unicorn horn from my asshole. Mark it on the calendars. Can't wait. Like X-ray vision or something. That's gonna be cool. I'm probably just gonna get like indigestion. But all it does is like show me like what I could buy from Amazon through walls. (laughs) It's just. It shows you, it shows you where your nearest notary is, and you're like, "Aw, all <laughs> beans. I don't need to know uh, that." <laughs> you, honestly, you always need to know. If you don't, if you don't know how far away you are from a notary right now, then that means living? that they know how far away they are. <laughs> oh from you. no! Like, you need how the to know. Tables. You have to protect yourself. God. Anyway, Anyways, what is this uh, show about? I don't even know. I think this has really just evolved into like Flora and Fauna Madness Hour. Thanks everyone <laughs> yeah. for joining us. Um, this is a quick and dirty. This is where we answer questions we receive from our listeners. Which is this what you time are. around, right? 
thank you for staying this long, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry you have nothing else going on, but I'm glad that you're here. Um, Team Pfizer, what's up? So <laughs> <laughs> this is normally where we answer questions from our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I searched far and wide. I was going to mm-hmm. say long and deep, and that's not the Ooh. expression. That's not the expression. I searched it's, far and wide be. for uh, where the fuck this question came from, and I couldn't find it. I just couldn't find it. But someone, some godforsaken entity in our Discord uh, asked this question. So I'm just going to thank all of our patrons, the blanket statement. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, For patrons. submitting this question. You are all one entity now. Um, but they were asking about training. They wanted to know about training, animal training, and who better mm. to talk about it than the two of us. Between us, what do we have, like, fuckos. 16 or 17 years of training experience? It's, it's a fuck ton, isn't it? It's a lot. It's a whole lot. So here's what I was thinking. Why don't we go through some basics, right? We just give them, like, the quick rundown. Here's what training is. You want to train an animal. Here's what you do. Sure. And then from there, maybe we can talk about some of our training successes, failures. Oh, sure. Fun moments, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, Flora, if you had to give us your briefest, quickest rundown of animal training, mm-hmm. what is it? Go. Sure. So, AGA, on the spot. <laughs> zoos and aquariums, use positive reinforcement operant conditioning. What the fuck does that mean? Basically means if you want the animal to do something, you ask them to, and when they do it, you say, good job. And it makes them feel good. And then you feel good. But don't and you then... whip them if they don't do it? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't whip them. Um, I grab them by the <laughs> neck and choke them the fuck out so they pass out. <laughs> and then when they wake up, I say, what What do you think about that, you stupid motherfucker? You want to try again? Think about what you did you or didn't fu- do. You want to try again? <laughs> and then they look at me like a ding dong because they don't speak English. Right. And that means nothing to them. And then we, d- we keep going over and over and over again until, right. they, fi- until they figure it out. One day they're going to figure it out. Endless cycle. <laughs> but yeah, Torture. it's like when your dog sits and you give your dog a treat. That's what we do. Except for it's penguins and tigers and bears and birds and octopus and sharks and stingrays and snakes. Anything. And like anything. Like anything. So, so how do you like, how do you, f- how can you like force like a big animal to do a behavior? Like how do you force like a whale to right. do a behavior? Right, right. The thing about it is that mm-hmm. the bigger they are, the more absolutely impossible it is to force them to do anything because Correct. <laughs> they think for themselves and they aren't going to do something they don't want to do. They also so, weigh a fuck ton. So you, you can't. You have to ask right. them politely. Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Okay, cool. <laughs> like if so there like, was a big mean person mm-hmm. at the store with like a gun and like a big trunk and tail, I don't know, and like razors for hands. Oh. Could you make them move out of the chip aisle if they didn't want to? No. No. But could you ask them politely if they would move out of the chip aisle and maybe you would like give them leave a Hershey a, kiss? Leave a trail of chips out of the chip aisle? <laughs> they might move for that Hershey kiss on that trail of chips. Okay. And then okay. You're you're set. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's training, baby. We love our animals. <laughs> we love them so much. <laughs> Great. Um. So, like, why, why, why even train animals? What's the point? That's such a good question. There's endless answers to the question. <laughs> why don't you give me three? Okay. So it's which three should I pick? It's strengthening the bond 
between the trainer and the animal. You're building a relationship. You're building trust. You're mm-hmm. also helping for like looking at the animal, medical procedures, mm-hmm. blood draws. You're getting close to them. You can see like if you're asking a tiger to stand up, you can check its nipples. If you're asking a fucking dingo to stick its ass under the fence, you can draw blood from its tail. Do they do that to dingoes? I don't know. Cheetahs? We do it to cheetahs. I'll definitely do it to cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love yeah. training my dingo to shove its ass under a fence. And then, um, like cleaning. If yeah. you're gonna clean inside the hippo habitat, you probably don't want the hippo in there. But then, That's like, you have to good. ask the hippo to like leave. So, like, you need to okay. train the hippo to go inside when you ask it to. Okay, that's pretty good. So, like, fun, stimulus, bonding yeah. time. Yeah. Enrichment also. Yeah. Medical procedures and just All like right. living. And, and just living. like living. Makes living. living easier, huh? Makes makes living easy. Why do you teach your kid to shit in the toilet and not on the ground? That's living. a good question. Easy living. It's enrichment. <laughs> <laughs> it stimulates them mentally. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it makes taking care of your kid a lot easier, doesn't it? It does. It yes. definitely does. Also, sure um, it's fun, right? If you can, like, corral the shit into a place that's easier to manage, it's yeah. fun for you and the kid. Mm-hmm. And if you can show it off to your friends and family that your child that you birthed and you're in the process of raising doesn't just shit on the on walls the and in every bowl in your home yeah. and on the floor, um, that seems yeah. like a cool thing to show off, right? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. to be proud of. Yeah. Show off how intelligent your kid is. You can think about the opposite. If you didn't have any training with an animal and didn't have any relationship, it would just be like a wild animal in a habitat. So, like, what if you needed to, like, examine them for a medical procedure or, like, it's a small bird and you have to catch them? They're mm-hmm. not going to come down. They're going to stay 75 feet up in the aviary and poop on you from a tree. Yeah, And they're going to come down ever again. Right, right. It's going to make taking care of them. And that being your full-time job. Like, kind of impossible. Pretty tough. It's <laughs> yeah. going to make it a little bit tough. Impossible. Here's one. Here's one. What if you uh, What if you have an animal that you know has, like, diabetes, for instance, and they're mm. pregnant, and you know that it's a high-risk pregnancy, and you yeah. want to make sure that little one and then the, the one carrying the, the baby is doing okay? Yeah. How are you going to do that if you don't have a relationship up with them? Well, or the you don't first have thing any you do medical is you take trained. a bunch of sugar and Kool-Aid powder. Uh-huh. on a plate and you hand it to them right <laughs> and that becomes their entire diet yes and then that's their diet <laughs> not speaking right. from experience not at all don't do that oh my god don't do that. nothing we say reflects any organizations <laughs> and all thoughts, all and, thoughts opinions and opinions are, are our own our and we've never it's our own and it's never been something we've seen anyone else ever do ever. everything's fiction none of this has happened in a place where we saw this happen in a place <laughs> nor will it ever happen past present future fiction we've never even worked at a zoo so flora nor seen a baby (laughs) that's true i don't even know my own name i've never Uh, seen an animal before (laughs) where are we (laughs) what is this thing in my face that i'm all i know is fortnite (laughs) (laughs) i've only ever known fortnite but yeah medicine like okay if your pet at home didn't Mm -hmm. love you and trust you Mm -hmm. could you medicate them if like injection wise like what yeah if they have diabetes you can hide something in a cheese ball but <laughs> yeah true true 
if you need to give them like IV fluids for anything. Or how about this? Your dog's running around the yard absolutely raging on that tennis ball you're throwing back and forth. Raging. And then they run up to you and they're whimpering and they're limping. And you're and like, what's going on with your paw? And they, they won't let you see. Railroad tie out, through yeah, their turns foot. Out there's a railroad tie through their foot. And you can't see it because they won't show you they won't show you their they don't their trust foot you. They're scared of you. You've never asked for that behavior before. You put the railroad tie in their foot, probably. Oh, maybe. Well, How'd it get there? <laughs> nothing we say reflects any past organizations. <laughs> uh oh, the zoo's an actual an old dump. Home. An old city dump full of city dump trash that the animals uncover every two months. Strange. It's gonna it's just gonna make it a lot easier if you already it's have that relationship in if place tetanus here it's enrichment (laughs) (laughs) that's another good point if you've got a really smart animal say you've got one that's just like a super whiz right yeah and and they you give them enrichment all the time they figure it out ain't no thing and then they just go back to just like sitting you know right Mm -hmm, and you want to like you want to stimulate them you want to give them something you want to give them the chimp equivalent of Fortnite to play what what are you gonna do? You're gonna have you put an iPad with Fortnite in it in the fucking habitat and hand the motherfucker a controller because he's got thumbs. You give him those V bucks or whatever the fuck. He can play. <laughs> he can be my player too, and he'll probably carry me. Ah, uh, but it's a good opportunity to like stimulate them mentally. It gives them a challenge, something new to work on that is novel in their environment. A lot of good reasons like, to do yeah. training. What I mean, like I can't. What is a reason to not? There's, I don't, like, okay, would be, okay, if I've you're keeping it, yeah, if you're keeping an animal wild, right? Like, if you're rehabbing, yes, rehabbing and re-releasing, you're not going to train, you don't want to build a relationship with a wild animal that you're going to re-release. It's going to, like, walk up to a person the next day looking for a fucking peanut, right. and it's going to get shot in the face, because it's yeah, a bear. it's not going to work. Um, that's the only good reason I can think to not train. I can think of a lot of bad reasons to not train. One oh, yeah. You don't have time. Being, you don't know well, how no. to do it. One of the big ones being that um, you just don't fucking understand and you... You don't think it's important. Right. And you think it's like torturing you're them. You're born in a hole. <laughs> because it's not. Anyways, um, why don't we move on? So you just to... like leave them in that same spot for like a year or whatever. And give them like no stimuli or anything. And you just like give them a bunch of sugar and everything. <laughs> Strange. Weird. Weird how that doesn't work out. That's so weird. That's so, so raven. Flora. You know what I mean? I do know. That's actually, so raven. I actually do know exactly what you mean. It's so raven. Um, Flora, here's a yeah. question. Sure. I want to train something in my cat. Okay. Um, I know that there's like two different methods to go, but I don't quite know what they mean. So I've heard a lot of talk about capturing and I've heard a lot of talk about mm. shaping. Can you tell me, like, what those mean and how they relate to my situation only don't stray? (laughs) (laughs) Your what? Your only don't stray? I said my situation only, like, don't stray from the topic. (laughs) Oh, don't stray. Oh, I was like, I thought that was the type of cat you had, and only don't stray. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. So there's two different times. There's there's capturing and shaping. So think about what you want to do. Does the animal already do it a lot? So, like, I think I talked about this before. Right. We had a beluga whale. Mm-hmm. He did squeaky gate. He heard a squeaky gate. Mm-hmm. He loved making the squeaky gate noise. He's doing it all the time. So I'm going to capture it. He's already doing it. So when he does it, I'm going to, like, blow my whistle, my whatever it is, your bridge, right? Which I guess we should explain. What is bridge? <laughs> yeah, what's bridge? It's this big thing that spans two places, and you go from one side to the other. And that's exactly what it is in training, too. The span... <gasps> 
between when the animal does something good and when you can give them a reward for it. So when your okay. dog sits, that moment that they sit, before they stand back up again because they're so antsy, you want to let them know that that's the good part, right? So you say, good, the moment they sit, and then you throw that fucking nugget in their mouth. Rocket launch it into their but throat. But you can't rocket launch it the moment they sit. You say, good, and that's the bridge. And that's why you see keepers with whistles. Mm. You see keepers with clickers. Mm. You see some keepers who just say good. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what else you would use. I, those are the only three things I know. I think actually. like claps and stuff. Claps I don't know. Scary. It is anyway. scary, but some people are psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> some people like to make things difficult. <laughs> so it's bridging that gap. So especially if an animal's really far away in a habitat and you can't like bring them a reward, like a whale underwater. How are mm-hmm. you going to give them that fish the moment that they do that thing you want to do? You mm-hmm. don't. You say good. Yeah. Or or for instance, if you have an orangutan. And their behavior is that they climb up a tree and they're all the way up in that goddamn fucking tree. You're not going to be able to like rocket launch a banana into their throat. So instead, you're going to do your bridge, whatever it may be. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. And then they're going to like know that they did a good job and they're going to come down and they're going to get their banana. (laughs) Whatever your bridge may be, whatever it may be. A nightmare zoo that you (laughs) are in. Oh, Uh, Oh, yeah. So a good bridge. yes <laughs> this is beginner's lessons if you want to go further and you'll know this if you have a dog at home the bridge will become positively reinforcing in itself and you don't need to feed them a treat every time if you tell your dog mm-hmm. it's a good dog they know they're a good dog right, right. Like, they get that's excited smart. so that's like further along the line anyway right. so this fucking whale he does the squeaky gate you blow the whistle and he's like Damn, why did they blow that whistle? Oh, they did it right after I squeaky gated the shit out of that squeaky gate. Yeah. What if I squeaky gated again right now? Oh my god, they blew the whistle again. I think they want me to squeaky gate. And you've captured it. You've captured that animal squeaky gate. You saw him Amazing. doing it. You rewarded him when he did it. He realized you were rewarding him when he was doing it. He did it uh-huh. more and you rewarded him more now. All you have to do is assign a cue to it. Snowball. Like, I don't know, a thumbs up or something. And then it helps squeaky gate every time he thumbs up. Wicked. <gasps> is but that what, what those like hand signals people do are? Oh, yeah, you can do hand signals, yeah. Fuck yeah, that seems cool. I always think that they're, like, <laughs> communicating via sign language, but it kind of is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's sign language to whales, because they're looking at you, so you do, like, hand signals and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what if the animal isn't doing it? Right, like, like I want like, I want my cat to do squeaky gate, and she doesn't speak ever. She never squeaky gates. That's mm-hmm. really hard for me to use an as example. <laughs> okay. How about so. this? How about this? I want my cat to um to roll over like a hundred, sure. like three hundred sixty degrees, like roll yes. over like a dog. Yes, would. roll over, sit. Yeah. Okay, so that she's not already doing right, so you can't capture it when she does it. She doesn't do it right. But what you can do is shape her, okay. and you can make her progressively roll over by like shaping that behavior like she's play-doh so you're gonna start by capturing as much as you can so let's say she already lays down on her side sick reward her for that Mm -hmm. and then you're just gonna like it's gonna take forever maybe it depends on how smart they are some of them catch on very quickly some of them animals are dumb as shit and it's gonna take you (laughs) absolutely forever but guess what one day they're gonna accidentally do that thing that you want them to do and that's gonna be lit but you're just gonna like slowly progress towards her rolling over so she's going to start being like, oh, she wants me to, like, lay down. You're going to start bridging her for, like, laying down. And then you're like, hey, actually, I think it's, she's ready for the next step. I want her to, like, lay down, but, like, be, like, tilted that way. She's going to lay down and be like, why doesn't she do that anymore? And then she's like, well, I'm just going to, like, move this way. Oh, shit. That was it. And then she's going to be like, I'm going to lay and tilt. Hell yeah. 
lay and tilt. Hell yeah. Lay and tilt further. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you're just shaping it towards the rollover. It all takes forever. Right. Capturing is way easy, but they don't all just do the thing that you need them to do. <laughs> you know, and some it, of them are dumb as fuck, bro, and it takes forever. For sure. And sometimes they never get it if you <sighs> stick with it. But it's the same thing with like training a penguin to get on a scale. Mm-hmm. Some penguins, they come up immediately and jump on the scale. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. Some penguins start 75 feet away and you have to fucking bridge them one step closer for every day for seven months until they get on that scale because they're so goddamn dumb because the light bulb ain't lighting it ain't light and they think that that tiny one inch step to step up onto that scale is hell gonna kill them <laughs> they will like, die that's a weapon they saw the 19 other penguins doing it and fucking off and getting a bunch of fish for it but they're like i trust no bitch i trust no bitch. <laughs> they're like Mm-mm, that was all luck that yeah. will kill me penguin we'll number 19 <laughs> <laughs> me so uh, i have a question say sure. say i'm training my cat and she I've, i'm like trying to train this rollover behavior and she's like mm-hmm. doing okay but then she like starts to do other things and there are things that aren't really related to that like she'll like she starts barking like what do Uh-oh. i do like i don't want that to happen no and i i definitely don't want that ha- that i don't want to just dis- or i don't want to encourage it so like what do i do to discourage that do i just sure like, do i just like do you I smack her? You choke her out. You choke her out. You choke her out. This we call this the LRS. This is the <laughs> lay her ass out. <laughs> Layers out. Layers out. It, it happens when you speak quickly and you're angry. Yeah, uh-huh, it just comes uh-huh. out that way. Mm-hmm. No, okay. it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's actually the LRS. The least response. Respond. Least responsive stimulus i can't something, think of the r something like that <laughs> something like that it's We're grass out <laughs> i'm not a fucking professional trainer go watch fucking nat geo or something i don't fucking know anyways so least responsive stimulus so basically you're gonna give them a little bit of a 10 second timeout you're oh. just gonna stare at them with a big dumb look on your face <laughs> so i'm not gonna like kick her in the face you can, but that's not going to, like, help you with your training. And but you that's be a not, bad person. But that's not positive reinforcement training like Zuzi no. is, right? Like what, I wanna, LRS or kicking her in the face? Kicking her in the face. No, that's not. No, okay. that's not. Because I want to I make things positive like Zeus do. Yeah. So, yeah. so I should not kick her in the face. I should use an LRS no. instead. Yep. So you just want to, like, stare down this animal. Not in, like, a mean way. But just, like, <laughs> like a scary don't move. way. <laughs> you just don't move. You don't want to. You don't want to accidentally cue them that, that it was right. You're just gonna give them a second to reset. Smart animals know what you're doing, and they know, and they reset. Dumb animals are just like, oh fuck, I f- I fucked up, I guess, and then they'll try something different. <laughs> but um, you give them an, L- an LRS so that you wait for them to stop what they're doing. You can, and again, this is like further along, but you can accidentally train something, and that's called a superstitious behavior. They thought you wanted to do something. How about my fucking zebras? They will never <laughs> would... forget it. Then that's their for eternity. <laughs> well, so zebras are an issue. But I was um, doing voluntary injection training in my fucking zebras. And a bunch of people were like, would come over and do it, which is that is not good. Mm-mm. When you're shaping a behavior, it should be one person shaping it because everyone's criteria is a little bit different. And you're going to confuse the animal. And you're just not setting them up for success. So it should yeah, be one person shaping a brand new behavior. Um, 
and not a bunch of people getting their hands into it until it's officially completed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so everyone's coming over fucking with my zebras to the point that my male zebra <laughs> had this like insane. So like they would station and then I would have them like move to the left and then they would like place their neck on the fence. All that was fine. The male would like when he asked him to station, he'd come over and he'd like fucking nay nay. He'd like whip his fucking head back and forth. <laughs> and I was like, who did that? And someone had like <laughs> reinforced that. And so it got worse and worse. And he was just like, I fucking whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair every time he stationed. So what did I have to do? I'd have to stand there and wait it out. LRS, LRS till he stopped. And then everyone was like, oh, it's just like every time he came over, I gave him a carrot. Okay, <laughs> but he's nay-naying. Wait for him to stop nay-naying. You can't injection train a zebra doing the nay-nay. That ain't safe, yo. Anyway, so you can accidentally train stuff, but guess what? You're never going to break an animal with training. Oh, okay. Like, That's good to everything know. can be reset. I mean, they might still do this weird shit every once in a while because they're going to remember that one time that that one person gave them 10 carrots to do it. They're, like, holding out hope. They, they might just, like, bring that back around every once in a while. Uh, but, yeah, like, interns, volunteers, they're not going to ruin an animal. You're not going to break an animal's behavior. It can all be retraining. It all be relearned. It's so, not a big deal. So say I'm training, like, one of my zoo animals, right, and I'm trying to, like, um, do something that's, like, not super intense, but it's still, like, kind of important. Say, like, one of my monkeys I take care of is, like, having some tooth problems, and I want to get a look at his teeth and his mouth sure. on a, like, reliable basis. Like, how long would it take me to train that behavior? Probably just, like, a day, right? Yeah, it would take you 60 seconds to learn <laughs> that you are going to – it's going to take you a year. <laughs> Take you about a day to learn um, that you'll never accomplish this goal. The one thing that really made me mad a lot when I was a zookeeper Mm -hmm. is when you go in for your annual review and they give you goals, (laughs) every fucking manager I had would have a training goal. Mm -hmm. It would be like, train this animal to shit gold. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it in three months. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, quit putting timelines on training! It's so annoying. Every animal is different. Every trainer is different. It's so subjective. You could, you could be, like, hitting a brick wall with an animal for, like, months, and then the next day they're going to do it perfectly the entire behavior. Like, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, infuriating to put a time limit on it because it stresses out the animal. It stresses you out, and then it stresses out the animal because they're like, why are you vibrating while I'm while I'm opening my <laughs> mouth? Like, I don't like this. <laughs> and you're like, just open your fucking mouth. It's not um, fun. No, it's not fun. It makes it really stressful. Training is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, like, bonding and fun mm-hmm. times. And, yeah, there can be something serious. Like, oh, my God, you had a crate train this animal because they're leaving in six months. Yeah, there mm-hmm. can be, like, serious consequences and stuff. But, like, that shouldn't happen every time. If that's happening every time, your zoo is dumb. And they need a plan f- for more shit because Christ. Yeah, yeah I mean. a fucking minute. Like, the availability you have in your day affects a lot of, like, your ability to train too, right? If you're, yeah. like, super busy and you yes. can't spend time with that animal, then that's going to be tough. I think and a lot of people another- that – Oh, go ahead. No go. I was just going to say, a lot of people that visit the zoo when they see, like, training demonstrations think that it looks so easy and, like, it's just, like, so carefree and, like, anyone could do it. Anyone could, like, cue that animal and the animal will do it. But it's like, no, that's not the case. Always. Like, there's, there's, like, months and months and months and months and months of training that goes into that Mm -hmm. to make it look so, like, easy breezy. Yeah. It's a lot. And another another thing I was just going to add because you were 
saying like how long it takes is like mm-hmm. one of the most important rules of like a training session is like really the shorter the better when they're learning a new behavior yeah like you sure. want to quit when you're ahead mm-hmm. so if they've made progress like stop there and like reward them and end on a good note because ending on a bad note is like not good and the further you drag on a training session when they're learning a new behavior and they're not getting it they're gonna get frustrated and then mm-hmm. they might like you're fucking gonna get kiss on you or something mm-hmm. and then you're like relationship is fucked up the fucking animal pissed on you they walked away like and they still don't know how to open their mouth like fuck yeah but if you took five minutes less that part when they like opened their mouth an inch and ended it there next time they're gonna be like that was the most lit experience all i had to do was open my mouth and she gave me like an entire sweet potato what if i open <laughs> my mouth a little bit bigger you give them two sweet potatoes it's the best day that monkey's life two sweet potatoes <laughs> uh, and a cream that monkey's gonna cream, and maybe you can capture that. That might be <laughs> <Ew>. handy. <laughs> monkeys are so gross. They do cream. They are pretty gross. Yeah, I mean, I think like something to also consider that uh, people forget a lot of the times. In addition to positive reinforcement training in zoos, there's a lot of emphasis, especially like as they kind of go into this like new wave of training and like mm-hmm. wanting to really rely on positive reinforcement of mm-hmm. like making sure, like you said, your sessions are good like they're good sessions you're not just like out there like doing positive reinforcement training like you're setting that animal up for success the best way you know how which is like making your sessions realistic making your Mm -hmm. training goals like detailed and planned like making Mm -hmm. sure that your energy when you come into a session is like high and like positive you know like Mm -hmm. making sure that you have appropriate reinforcers on hand all that Mm -hmm. stuff can like really affect your training because if you go in and you're like super pumped You've got a whole plan in place, and then you offer this monkey, like, oh, yeah, like a cucumber, and he hates cucumbers. He's gonna be like, Well, I'm not gonna do that again. Like, that was not Fauna. worth it. <laughs> I have yeah. a question for you. Oh, what's up? What's the shaping plan? Oh my what, God. what is that? I can't read. <laughs> I can't read or write. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. What's that? Here we go. Shaping plan is gonna be your best bet to communicate your plan for the behavior you want your animal to do with that animal that does not speak your language. So basically, what you're doing as, like, a human is, like, all of the, like, work, right? <laughs> you're, like, uh-huh. you're, like uh-huh. planning things from A to Z, and you're getting to know your animal and their behaviors so that you can anticipate how they might mm-hmm. react to different things. And that just comes mm-hmm. with building a relationship, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the longer you spend hanging out with your animal, the more likely you are to have a better understanding on how they react in different scenarios. And so mm-hmm. your shaping plan is you, the trainer's um, general outline for what you think is going to happen as you lead into this behavior. So like mm-hmm. Flora talked about earlier, if you're trying to shape my cat to like roll over and right now all she does is like lay down, um, doing that like laying down and tilting could be part of my shaping plan. I could be like, you know, that might be the easiest way for her to actually get closer to expressing that behavior. So I'm going to include that in my shaping plan and reinforce her whenever she presents that behavior. So mm-hmm. it just basically outlines the steps of what you think you're going to see during your training sessions all the way up Mm -hmm. until you see that final behavior. It gives you kind of an outline of like things you can look for. It can really help inexperienced trainers um, as they're training a new behavior to make sure that they have in their mind like like, uh, cues to look out for that the animal's giving them. And that could really make sure that they like stay on track. Because it can also get pretty easy if you're new to training an animal (laughs) to just like train into like no man's land. And then you're suddenly like jerking off and like picking your ear. And you're like, (laughs) I was trying to get them to like leave. And (laughs) And now they're jerking off. I don't know. (laughs) Something happened. This is bad. But it's good too because then like it's all there. So like what if you're in a session Mm -hmm. and your animal's like killing it? 
And oh, then you're like, so fuck, good. I don't even know what the next step is. They're ahead of me. Right. Well, shit, you could have had a breakthrough right there, but you didn't plan it out in advance. Also, right. zookeepers quit their zoos every fucking five years. <laughs> so, like, now the whole meme behind you wants to know, hey, how did this animal learn to jerk off in the corner? Right. Well, Fauna left this, like, really fucking detailed I left plan. off the jerk off in the corner shaping plan for everyone. I had to jerk off in the corner, but at least your lucky day. Here's an outline on how to bring it back. Don't worry about and it. Fauna's start, got you. Maybe, yeah, maybe the animal regressed. They'll start at the beginning. The animal's like, oh, I remember how to do this. Starts jerking off again. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. A, it's a nice way now to document. Now you have document. a semen sample. Guess what? <laughs> that was a good behavior all along because now you can artificially inseminate something else <laughs> with that jerk off sample. <laughs> Who knows what? That's out of our hands. <laughs> our job is to train the behavior. That's not my job. <laughs> my job was to get the semen. I got the jerk off sample and I'm ha- handing it to you. <laughs> and that's it. That's where my shape and plan ends. You do what you will. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think, uh, I mean, I think it's just handy, too. Like you said, when people leave, um, especially if you're in a group, like a group of animals that uh, tend to, like, do the same types of behaviors. Like, if you're, like, training, like, a troop of gorillas or you're training, like, a group of, like, penguins. Like, they tend to... Yeah, do you think I wrote 20 shaping plans to get on the scale? I wrote one. I wrote everyone's fucking name on it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, they tend to do similar things. ETC. (laughs) (laughs) it tends to work um across the board (laughs) yeah although some that one that i had to lure over to me sometimes it don't work for them sometimes it don't work you gotta do it but always it's still better than writing 18 different ones oh fuck yeah and then like show it to your coworkers and Mm -hmm. your friends and like they might be like hey actually the animal already knows how to target its nose to a ball so what if you put the target on the other side of your cat while it's laying down, and it rolls over to target. That's a good well, option. You've, you've eliminated the tilting. You're yeah. asking you're asking them to target. Maybe you do that a bunch of times. They don't even need the target anymore, and they're Skip just doing a bunch it. of well, steps. Fuck, you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And like, I think it. It's, I think it really helps you to understand like the training process too. You start to look for those little cues, and you just get better and better and recognize yeah. the animal behavior. Yeah. There's Super a there's a, also there's like a fuck ton to training. Mm-hmm. There's like a fuck ton. So this was the floor and fauna crash course. <laughs> this is a crash course, baby. And they're <laughs> 10 years from now, they're going to listen to this and be like, "Ew, they trained like that because everything is constantly training. Back mm-hmm. when we first started, motherfuckers were positively reinforcing every single thing the animal did. Mm-hmm. They sat. They got a fucking treat. They fucking put a paw on the wall. Yes. They fucking rolled over bridge treat. They like lay down bridge treat. They flew they to the other blanked. side of the room bridge treat. <laughs> now... It's variable reinforcement. That's mm-hmm. the new thing. And by new thing, I mean like Current past thing. five years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's been a Already while. outdated. <laughs> but we've been here in a, for a while. But yeah, so now you keep it variable. You don't want the animal to know every time I do this, I get a treat. That's not exciting. It's exciting if it's a vending machine, like a fucking claw machine. That's why the claw machine's fun. Sometimes you don't win. It's challenge. It you keep challenge wanting the animal. more. Yeah. Keeps them on their toes. Exactly. But guess what? Remember what I said earlier? The bridge was positively reinforce- reinforcing. That means you can't bridge every time, homie. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I know you learned it that way, but you can't do it like that no more. <laughs> so, Whatever, man. So what you're telling me is that, like, uh, let me put a very strong emphasis here. Okay. Qualifier. That, like, a zoo that adheres, like, a good zoo that adheres to AZA standards of animal welfare <laughs> does not like hose their animals if they don't do the thing they wanted them to do no they shouldn't right 
Because that's not that's not building good relationships, and that's not no in the realm of positive um, no reinforcement. The whole idea no. behind it is that like you reinforce what you'd like to see, and yeah. you kind of basically just ignore what you don't like to see. Like you discourage yeah. it in ways that aren't an active like negative punishment for an animal. If that makes right. Sense. So, like, think about, like, especially, like, the LRS. Like, maybe it seems cold to just stand there, but imagine if a chimpanzee spit water in your face. Mm-hmm. Would it be meaner to stand there for a second, or would it be meaner to put water in your mouth and spit back? <laughs> Those are your options. <laughs> right. Like, not great. Like, not great. You know? Like, not great. And that's, um, unfortunately, like, a real situation. <laughs> like, that's like, wow. Like, wow, we saw that happen. Strange. But anyways, <laughs> so... Yeah, I, but training is always changing. Uh, yeah. My favorite book of all time that mm-hmm. I always recommend, everyone always reads, is Don't Shoot the Dog by it's Karen Pryor. So it's my good. favorite book of all time. It's so good. It's so easy to read. It has all of, like, the beginner's lingo, the bridge, the LRS, positive reinforcement, uh, operant conditioning, blah, 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 blah. Like, but Flora. But Flora. What about it? What? But Flora. You can't read? You can only – I can't read. Thank you for anticipating that. <laughs> um, but can't you only train animals that are, like, really smart, like dolphins and dogs yeah. and stuff? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that we've realized is that we can only train animals that are cute. So, like, the fit, the <laughs> ugly <Charismatic>. animals, they <laughs> – yeah, if they're, if they're not charismatic, uh, if they don't have human eyes, right. they actually can't learn. Oh, interesting. No. You can train – okay, no. listen. You can train, like – anything train any you could train your boyfriend who doesn't do the dishes i don't know about that but um (laughs) you can trust me (laughs) (laughs) you give him an m&m every time he touches a dirty dish until he like gets closer with the dirty dish to the sink (laughs) and then he gets two m&ms and at the end you're pouring on the water (laughs) he gets a fucking hershey kiss oh my god uh he loves the dishwasher and turns it on gets five sweet potatoes (laughs) (laughs) rage oh my god uh, no, you train fucking anything, dude. I've seen people train the craziest shit. I trained birds that people were like, that's a stupid bird. I trained fucking dumbass zebras. <laughs> no, they're not that dumb. They're actually really smart. I watched someone train a shrimp scared everything. Dude, I saw people train Amazing. stingrays. Amazing. Sting, okay, listen. These people, they trained stingrays who were like fed by everybody, right? Like they didn't even want food, whatever. Mm-hmm. They were trained. To swim into this fucking thing so it can be lifted out of the water. Just to get yeeted. And they were like, I'm here for it because guess what? You gave me a little squid bit. I am lining up. I'll do anything for that squid bit. (laughs) I'm lining up to get yeeted for that squid bit. (laughs) (laughs) I love that squid bit. I love my squid bit. Because you're building relationships, remember? So like if I'm training an injection and a tail of a cheetah. I'm going to have the cheetah give me their tail. And they're going to trust me with their tail. And then I'm going to poke it with my fingernail. And then I'm going to poke it with a pin cap. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to poke it with a needle. Blunted but every needle. time they're going to learn that, hey, like this person, I trust them. They're not going to hurt thing. me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a reward for it. And we're going to have fun. And mm-hmm. guess what? They don't have a intense phobia of COVID needles like I do. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they will be fine. I, however, already decided I'm getting myself a Dairy Queen Eminem Blizzard tomorrow after I get my shot. Hell yeah, dude. Cry. You gotta do that self-reinforcement. <laughs> on the drive home, I'm gonna ice it. Number one, I'm gonna put the cold ass thing on my arm and then I'm gonna slam that. You're gonna have to windmill it so it just like like goes through your body fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll just like hold my arm up. I'll like tie a rope to it and I'll put it on the ceiling so it just like flows down into me. Fuck yeah. 
But hey, back to your stingray and cheetah example. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, sure. Is that like uh, training basically means nothing if that relationship isn't there. Yeah, if you do sometimes spit a, spit them, spit water at them in the face, they're never going to learn from you. They're never going to trust you to do no. anything because you some, spit like, water in their face. some fucking rando comes up and like asks my cat to roll over, she's going to be like, no. I don't know oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know you. So, yes. like, you know, that relationship oh, yes. goes a long way because that trust goes both ways. Like, you know, like, if they're scared of something, like, they're potentially in a situation that's novel or, like, there's equipment they're not used to or maybe, like, the vet is there mm-hmm. and they're, like, a little mm-hmm. uneasy. You know, like, that's the whole point of training is, like, building up that relationship so that when they mm-hmm. are in a potentially stressful or scary situation, they know everything's going to be okay because you're there and you got yeah. your back. And they can focus on you. Exactly. And it pays off. It's, like, so rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't mean that, like, a random person could come up and ask them to do something. But, right. like, if you're starting at a zoo, you should build a relationship before you start asking the animal for anything. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that's just, like, courtesy. Well, for sure. And if sure. you're at a zoo and you're fucking waving your fingers around at that goddamn whale in that habitat, you're just kind of being an asshole, right? Because, yeah. like, the whale might do the behaviors for you, but they're not, like getting anything out of it and you're just kind of being a twat so don't do that yeah it's not fun thanks that's not fun so let's pi- fun. let's pivot here really quick so sure um, do i get an m&m if i get that? <laughs> do tomorrow um so what are some of your favorite training stories like successes mm. or like just funny stories or like even failures what are some things that yeah you've, you've experienced and my zebra nene is pretty funny <laughs> i guess pretty good. <laughs> motherfucker um let me think like what are all the things I don't know. I think, like, the coolest was just, like, training, like, an up on, like, a giant tiger. It's pretty so, like, rewarding. Like, when they're putting their feet up and they're literally, like, twice as tall as you and their big fucking feet are in your face. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of epic. Hell yeah, dude. Whales are cool. Beluga mm-hmm. whales are dope. Anything with them. Squirting water, spitting at you, throwing balls back at you, like, chasing you around. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Sounds terrifying, but okay. Um... <laughs> Birds being afraid of everything, great. Good mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, tra- I crate trained a bird who had a history of being just like netted and put in a crate for, Aww. I don't know, 30, 21 years, 21 years. That's hard to break. <clears throat> That's hard to break. Homie wouldn't look at the crate. I had to break the crate down into pieces and slowly introduce each piece to this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I, had to, I had to train him to tolerate looking at a crate before we could even think about touching it getting in it looking at it being uh-huh. inside of it having the door shut having the door shut picking it up having the door shut picking it up and going somewhere holy shit it took me a year so much work you got there it. though yeah that little fucking fucker got in there get those little uh, incremental steps in your training plan good to go steps incremental steps and i left that shit behind hope someone's keeping up on that you better be if you're listening <laughs> you train, the fucking bird. <laughs> train the fucking bird uh but some some different things happen right that you don't expect like one time i was in a habitat of animals I don't take care of, like, regularly. And I was cleaning, and a Nicobar pigeon... Is it a Nicobar? What was that fucking thing? Oh, I'm sorry, it was a Taraco. A Taraco <laughs> jumped on my shoulder and bit my ear. And I was like, hey, is anyone training that bird to bite my ear? And they were like, no, but we're training it to, like, get on our arm. It must have, like, thought your ear was a grape. And I was like, wow, offensive. Um, anyway, offended. he took matters into his own hand. I wasn't asking him to do anything, and he got on me. So he just was decided. Um, <laughs> unpredictable things can happen like you're ear bit off by a fucking taraco 
Sometimes um, that brain cells just move in in the general direction and it doesn't quite have the like <laughs> the no. like ends end mark there in sight. It's just no, kind of like, just like <laughs> free floating. Everyone keeps asking me to step on them. What if I stepped on this person? <laughs> exactly. Um, excuse. <laughs> Get on them. Um, excuse me. Um, what else? Penguins and shit. I've mostly just trained penguins the past like decade. Feels like. <laughs> Yes. And like, the, and that's funny too, because if you watch like ski Dubai videos, those motherfuckers, I think they have like ten trainers per penguin. Their penguins are doing like backflips and shit. They'll have all their penguins lined up, and they'll be like Jeremy, and only Jeremy comes forward, stands on the Jeremy. scale, takes one fish. He like climbs a ladder, gets on the scale, eats one fish, and Jeremy fucks off. And then they're like Gretchen, and then she comes in. <laughs> it's insane. And then every zoo, every zoo I've ever worked at, my boss has been like, "Well, at ski Dubai, okay." Listen, Ski Dubai has 10 people per penguin. I take care of 20 of them. Your expectations need to be lowered. Okay? Fuck you. I also work. Fuck you. I also work um, eight hours a day doing other things. I know. Thank I take you. care of 75 animals. 20 of them are penguins. And guess what? Because you fucked them over for so long, they all have separation anxiety. When they're alone, they think I'm going to, like stab them so i have to train them all together so i have to train all 20 penguins at one time mm-hmm. how is that possible guess what it's not mm-hmm. are they scale trained by the time i left yes are some of them crate trained yes is go that off, it queen. yes I have time to but that's so else. good go off queen that oh shit God. takes forever it can take so long yeah. it can take like so long exams on some of them i mean it was just like the expectations they're like i saw this what i saw Cincinnati posted this one video of their penguin okay, great. walking down the street. Lots okay, of different well, penguin, isn't that it? That was a hand-raised chick, <laughs> yep. and it's walking down the street and humping her leg when they get to the end. So his motivation is a little bit different than what I'm working with. None of mine hump <laughs> thank me you. because we've set boundaries here. <laughs> we've decided that that is not in the training plan. <laughs> yeah, here's a – okay, uh, I have a perfect example. Sometimes you have an animal that just, like, gets it, and sometimes you have one that does not – and so it. I worked with gorillas for a while and it's called a green animal, right? A green animal is an animal that's never been trained before. Sometimes they're harder. Some yeah, sometimes they are. They don't. But sometimes you have an nothing. animal that has been trained for a while that just like for whatever reason oh, has like dumb. a block, yeah. right? They just like one behavior cannot get it. So yeah. I was training this uh this one girl I was put in charge of her training. She was like an adolescent. And historically, her dad and her mom and her older sister were all, like, wicked smart. She, they were just, like, mm-hmm. a really smart family. She lived in, like, a group setting. So I was thinking as I was going into this, I was like, well, you know, genetically, she's pretty smart. That might not mean anything. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know. But she also lives in this troop setting. And, like, gorillas are super social. So, like, all of that yeah. kind of consideration went into my training plan. I was like, fingers crossed. She just, like, sees what her mom's been doing for eight years and starts to mimic those things. And then some of my job is done for me. Oh, love that. I know. So I started training her for, like, like a shoulder injection or something. And I started with, like, really basic stuff because she had never been trained to even, like, present a shoulder, much less have, like, a needle present or, like, anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let's just see where she's at. So I started training her. And, like, within the first session, she kind of, like, she had that moment where there was like a pause because I was just like rewarding her, basically just building up a relationship and building up a bridge. And she had a moment where she just like looked at me for like three solid seconds, like right in the eye. And then she just put her shoulder like completely flush to the mesh. And I was like, okay, <laughs> bitch knows what Here she's doing. <laughs> she, she fucking knew. And so I like, I was like, okay, we're doing great. So like the next session, 
we started off with that and then I like whipped out a needle and she was like I know this like I already know and so Mm -hmm. like by the end of that session she had already presented like three more behaviors she had seen her mom do and I had never asked them I had never shaped them and I was like yes (laughs) I was like so excited like she and I like had such a good relationship and then you go over to this other uh, gorilla that I took care of he and I still had a great relationship, but there was this one behavior that he, like, hated. And it was, in fact, the same one, that, like, shoulder presentation mm-hmm. for, like, an injection. He hated it because he'd had exams in the past where he'd gotten an injection in the shoulder and it just, like, didn't go well. And mm-hmm. it was just really, like, stressful. And so he just had a bad association with it. So I spent months training him for this because he had another injection coming up. And he was not getting it, not getting it. It was so frustrating. I was spending so much time. I was like, ah, oh, we're so close. He's just it was like so hesitant whenever I brought the needle out. Mm-hmm. So instead, I was like, well, why don't I train him to present his thigh instead? Because I can still do an injection there. It's a little bit farther away from his face, which is what I think he was like most nervous about. And so I was like, why don't I try this out instead? And so we trained um, him to present his thigh and he just decided to take it upon himself to present his butt instead. And I was like, okay. And, like, I had a needle there, like, throughout all the, all the presentation. Yeah. And so, like, for him, it was an opportunity for him to, like, not only be creative, but also, like, take control of the training session. And he was basically yeah. like, I don't want it in my shoulder. I don't really want it in my thigh. But I will give you my butt for it. And I was like, you know what? Okay. And so, like, that's what we ended up training. And it worked out 100% perfect. Like, he got a full injection go. in his butt cheek. So, sometimes – <laughs> Sometimes you have like little roadblocks and you can like work around them. Sometimes you get past it. Yeah. Sometimes you have an animal that's just like wicked smart and like knows what they're doing. Sometimes you have an animal that is just like never going to overcome a roadblock and you have to just like pivot. You have to do something else yes. completely different and just get creative and, and do what they're comfortable with. But all yeah. of that comes and with like that relationship. Yeah. And I think like the number one rule to keep in mind, which is like part of even your story, is just like set the animal up for success. Yeah. So like make your expectations appropriate for that animal Mm -hmm. and don't force them like he showed you his ass and then it's like perfect good we'll go with that like don't force them into something yeah yeah but like if an animal is nervous when there's two people there don't bring two people to your training session if they're nervous at four o'clock when the power washer starts don't train during the power washer (laughs) thing yeah like set your animal up for success because yeah if you're if you have like a time limit and there's like 50 people that have to be there to watch you and and your expectation is them to do a backflip the first day and you don't even have their favorite treats, like you're not setting them up for success. Yeah. Don't do that to them. Don't make it more difficult. It's already sometimes hard for these animals to fucking have a brain cell. So absolutely. Especially uh, another thing to add is especially if they live in a group. You know, like you might have some, yeah. there might be some sort of like si- social hierarchy in place. Oh, for sure. And if that animal you're trying to train is like not a high ranking animal. Read the fucking room. <laughs> exactly. Go get their ass beat if they come over for that grape <laughs> that you're offering. So like, was like don't I do would that. love to eat that grape, but I will die. <laughs> so. Bro, they're going to tear my asshole out of my body. <laughs> Nothing against you, mommy, but I'm going to get lit up if I take that grape from you right now. Yeah. So you want to like, you want to do it. You want to set them up for success. I was training a yes. recall behavior, which is where you ask an animal to come in from their habitat, like, basically mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, and they get, like, a big reward for doing so. It's a good, yeah. like, safety behavior to train. It's really yeah. important, especially with, like, dangerous animals. But I was training that, and I was in the beginning of stages, and I kept trying to get this freaking – I kept trying to get, like, good food approved because, like, the whole point of a recall is that, like, if 
a human falls in that habitat and that tiger is like going over and is going to devour that human. You want the recall behavior to be so strong and so instinctual yes. that they will like leave that human because they know that like some good shit the is inside. Good shit in there. The best like, shit. It has to be better than like a child, right? So Better than a kid better than eating a kid that's what it has to be so i'm sitting here and i'm like lobbying for like amazing shit and by the end they gave me this like mediocre shit and i was like whatever i didn't get to cut it no and so like the first day that i'm like working on recall training i call this animal in i offer them their mediocre shit and they literally looked at me and they like brushed it back out under the mesh like i was like okay well they're gonna kill the kid is the point of this exercise so like we need to make it match we need to set them up for success i can't realistically ask this gorilla to come inside and not, like, you know, maul the scarecrow that we throw in their habitat. Yep. Uh, if uh, if all they're getting is, like, Dude. <laughs> a Cheez-It. Like, that's not going to cut whiplash it. The whiplash from, like, working at a place that just, like, brought in, like, Cheetos for their monkeys. And then you go to, like, another <laughs> zoo and they're like, we need the vet, the director, the curator, the CEO, and the CFO to approve you buying. We need to approve you um, on this what is raisin. This? Spinach? <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, you want to give them Spinach? <laughs> I'm not so sure. Let me ask everyone that's ever worked at this zoo, and then we're going to do a fucking visitor poll if that's appropriate. <laughs> Meanwhile, I used to get, like, flaming hot Cheetos that, like, the director was just like, give this to this monkey. He'll come in for that. <laughs> what? Whiplash. Whiplash. Fucking wild. I heard that. All zoos are different. I know. Mia was like, I'm here. I want a I flaming want a hot, hot Cheeto. Cheeto. Yeah, she that's... actually loves flaming hot Cheetos. Don't we all? That's the difference in uh, zoos, isn't it? It's funny stuff. Yeah. But um, don't take any of our advice. Read a book. <laughs> Go to a class. I don't know. There's a lot of Watch information. A TV show. There's a lot of information training out there. I would, I guess. There is. Another thing I, we didn't even talk about uh-huh. is like training for shows. And like we. Oh, yeah. I had very little to none experience with that. But mm-hmm. that's another situation where you would do training, right? If you're doing like a presentation. Absolutely. Like a free flight for birds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Demonstration. And. And things to always, like, keep in mind, even if you're going to, like, the greatest show of all time, like, animals make mistakes and people make mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. an animal isn't going to be perfect every single time you do a training session. If they are, maybe, like, open them up because they're actually a Jeff Bezos robot. <laughs> like, that's not real. That's not a, that's not real. Bleep the animals blue. are going to fly off. They're going to miss their mark. They're going to, like, you know, the the conditions are always changing. They're going to stand so there and stare at you and you're going to look like cut a them fucking fool. You're going to look like an idiot. You're going to have, they're going to do the same behavior perfectly 700 times until you show your boss the behavior mm-hmm. and then they're going to take a dump and leave. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to jerk off, throw it in your face and leave. You're going to yeah. be like, that wasn't what I had trained. That's not what I intended. <laughs> I was asking them to target, but. <laughs> I asked the penguin to get on the scale and he came over here and bit you instead. Maybe it's because you don't have a relationship <laughs> with them. Strange. If you leave, I'll tell you how much they weigh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so how about this, Flora? Why don't you give me like two good points that you would give for a new trainer or someone like new to the zoo field who's just getting into training? Oh, okay. And I'll give two as well. Okay. Well, I already gave one. Read that fucking book. That's read, a good Don't one. Treat the Dog by Karen Pryor. Yeah. Read the book. Yeah. Just read it. Uh-huh. It's easy to read. It's not even that many pages. Just read the whole fucking thing. Okay. And and don't be self-conscious. Hmm. No, nobody in the world is the perfect trainer. No. It's not a competition with the other zookeepers. That's a good point. It's not a competition with your boss. Mm-hmm. Ask for help. Ask for ideas. Spitball with other people. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. And, like, see if there's – and, like, you're not – again, you're not going to break the animal. Mm-hmm. Sure, find an easy animal. Maybe, like, the zoo farm goats. 
they'll do anything for a goddamn biscuit or whatever. You know what I mean? Like do something, do pick an Slut animal that's like biscuit. really, really food motivated mm-hmm. or really tactilely motivated. That's another thing we didn't even talk about. Secondary reinforcements. It doesn't always have to be food. But like if, if your dog at home always wants to be pet, mm-hmm. you don't have to give him a treat every time, right? You can pet him instead. Mm-hmm. If you have a, I don't know, like a wordy pig that wants its ball scratched and it will do anything for that. <laughs> Then do, do you that's that between you, know, you, you and like, God. <laughs> that's between you and that pig <laughs> and his balls. But like, you know, maybe just don't don't bite off more than you can chew when you're starting off. Pick an easy animal. But everybody hits roadblocks. Animals take time. They make mistakes. Go easy on yourself. Go easy on the animals. Yeah. And don't be embarrassed. Nobody's an expert. Even if they if their job is that they're an expert, they're like they still are learning. Yeah. I've heard from training professionals some things and then we've like spitballed together and come up with something totally different yeah every animal is different and species are different yeah for sure so it's you gotta gotta take it easy you gotta take it sleazy those are all my tips that's good that was that was more than two but that was those were good tips i, I was felt like a hundred <laughs> i was gonna add that um it is worth your time to get to know your animals uh to know yeah. what's normal for them like maybe your animal is really goofy and they already do a lot of shit you just never took the time to, like, watch them and see. Like, maybe you're trying yeah. to train your fucking <laughs> kookaburra to do a cartwheel. And that thing already does a cartwheel. They already just do cartwheels. Just because it's, like, goofy. And you're like, wow, wow, the work is done for me. I didn't have to train this whole fucking shaping plan. Or, yeah. you know, maybe you just get to know that your animal, like, doesn't learn as quickly as others. Or they're really shy. Mm-hmm. Or they don't train well in the morning. Or they get really scared yeah. by, like, the leaf blower at 3 o'clock. So... It really, like, sets you and your animal up for success if you can get to know them and their personality first before you start training. And I think... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same as what you said, but, like, I guess, like, be creative, too. Like, it goes into yeah not being self-conscious, but don't be afraid to, like, think outside the box, too. Sometimes, yes. sometimes animals do, like, the weirdest shit and they respond to, like, the weirdest shit. Like, I had an animal that yeah. I was training once. I knew she knew the behavior. I knew... Like, I just knew it. She was trained for an injection. I was trying to give her a flu shot. I knew she knew how to do it. And she just, like, was not feeling it. And so, mm-hmm. like, during our session leading up to it, um, I gave her an LRS. And I just remember she, like, reared back for a second and, like, looked at me. <laughs> she was just like, I know what you're doing. Like, she, like, knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And during that during that moment, she was just like, all right. And so, like, after that, we didn't have an issue. And, like, I had another animal where... Like, we were trying to do this behavior. They weren't getting it. I thought it was a good shaping plan. Other animals of that species had done it, and they just, like, weren't getting it. So I decided to just, like, scrap the whole thing, get a completely new target, like, get a new reinforcer, and try something new. And they got it within, like, two days. So you just have Mm -hmm. to, like, you just have to be flexible because if you think about it, your whole job is to try to communicate on the animal's level. You're not trying to get them to communicate on your level. You're trying to make it as easy as possible for them to just do what comes natural to them. And you're, like, encouraging them along the way. So if they're not yeah. learning, that's not a failure on your part. That's not a failure on their part. But it might require some wiggle room. And I think, like, knowing your animal and knowing their species, too, right? Like, yeah. if it's a nocturnal animal and you're waking up at 6 a.m. Yeah, for sure. And if it's, like, a caterpillar and you're trying to do them, <laughs> teach them to do push-ups, like, you need to be realistic. Like, <laughs> man's not going to be able to do that. <laughs> that man. But, yeah, being creative, that's that's a good one. Because, yeah, I had – they're like, I want all of these – 
animals to station on these like weird things and i'm like well they already stationed on this weird thing what if mm-hmm. i just put this weird thing out there oh wow you trained them to do that so fast they already did i just moved the thing oh where you wanted it speaking of foot. yeah that's another good one like um <laughs> we we were trying to get one of our like small monkeys to come and like perch on a scale and they hated it they hated the scale because they were like slipping on it and it was like kind of wobbly they they're hated metal it and they're cold yeah didn't like Everyone it hate scales so instead what they did was they built a little like perch like a bird perch yeah. onto the scale and yep. they covered it in astroturf and now the monkeys hang out there all the time yeah and all it took was someone being like huh why don't we try this like a little bit differently yeah. and then it was like not an issue amazing if you have a wet bird on a metal scale <laughs> Homie gonna slip. They're gonna slide. (laughs) He's gonna slip and slide his ass off that and he'll never get on it again. It's not gonna work. It's crazy, yo. Yeah. It's crazy. But training's amazing. And I mean, the training that zoos do is really incredible. Uh, It's really come a long way, even in the short time that you and I were in the field, I would say. For sure. I've seen some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, More so back in the day. (laughs) Not not so much lately, but... But, like, some crazy expectations. Like, the whole, like, teach your penguin to, like, do a backflip in seven seconds. There's 20 of them and one of you. And you have a million other animals. Like, Oh, uh, I have another, anyway. I have another piece of advice. You pay me seven dollars. Yeah, no. You pay me seven dollars. <laughs> no, that's related to that. Like, um, don't dis- get discouraged. That's another good one. Because, like, training takes a long mm-hmm. time. It takes a mm-hmm. really long time most of the time. Like, you're lucky if mm-hmm. your animal gets it in, like, a couple weeks. So, yeah. especially if you're training a complex behavior, that can take years. Regression over time is natural. Mm-hmm. They might, like, back back step or t- two, one or two steps. <laughs> That's natural. They might do a little mamba. You never know. <laughs> like, if I get on a bicycle right now, will I be as good as a biker as I was when I was in a bike gang? No. Hey. Can I get back to bike gang status? Probably. Because I was in a fucking bike gang. <laughs> but it's going to take me a little while. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I was never in a biking, <laughs> but it, you could be. I could be. Yeah. So, anyways, um, thank you for whoever the sure. fuck submitted this question. We can thanks obviously talk a whole lot more about training. Thanks, you clown. Training is obviously one of like the biggest draws. I think people have to zookeeping. Oh, dude, play the training game. That's a fun Everybody's one. Everybody's doing it. You get a group of people, and you secretly you all write down like a weird thing like train him to sit in a chair Mm -hmm. train him to pick up blue crayon train him to pick his nose and then the trainer reads what it is and then the animal is a person Mm -hmm. and they don't know what you want but you're gonna you're gonna train the person (laughs) if you can't get a person to figure out how to pick up a blue crayon how the hell you know what i mean like how are you gonna teach a worm to do a push-up you're not. So the training game is good. Because <laughs> it teaches you, again, to be creative, mm-hmm. to see how – it's fun to be the animal because it's it's fun to see how – to think on that side. Like, what the fuck yeah. does this person want from me? Yeah. <laughs> Without speaking, they have a fucking lollipop training pole waving this blue dildo at my face. <laughs> like, that must be what my animal thinks. I don't know what <laughs> – I don't know what you want from me. Exactly. So that's, an- that's another good way to learn, like, clear – concise criteria yeah for sure because if you're loosey-goosey if you bridge when they pick up the green crayon and the blue crayon and the yellow crayon everyone's confused every nobody knows what you want anymore. right it gets Do you even know it's really confusing what, what are you even coloring <laughs> what's the end goal who even are you <laughs> it's lost it's gone you fucking ruined it um follow us for more training tips well i was gonna say like i know this is like kind of 
you know, like surface stuff. This but is so broad. Yeah, it is. But if you guys want to hear more about training, let us know. We'd be happy to go into more detailed stuff. You and I have done a lot of like very complex training. Yeah. Uh, very intense medical Train behaviors and stuff. So penguins to paint pictures with their butt cheeks and stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Training like ultrasounds and shit. That's tough. And takes a long time. But um, yeah, we'd be happy to go into it. So just let us know. But thank you to our patrons who submitted this question. If you guys want to get a question answered, you can send those to keeperchat at gmail.com. Um, we're always looking for quick and dirty topics to talk about. And, you know, obviously love reminiscing on the good old days <laughs> back when we for were. Real. Whatever we were. Uh, <laughs> poor. <laughs> make sure, yeah, poor and miserable. Make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our website, keeperchatpodcast.com. We have all of our other episodes there. We have our store open. Excuse me. Did you want merch? <gasps> because we've got some. Oh, my God. There is merch it's, available. So check it out. It's only going to be up for a little bit longer. Yeah, limited supply. So make sure to get it while it's It's going to go hot. away for a really long time. <laughs> yes uh beyond that though you can listen to all of our other episodes on any podcasting platform um itunes spotify anything like that <laughs> if you guys want to support the podcast you can join us at patreon.com slash keeper chat we have a few different tiers set up if you join our ten dollar tier our grime gang tier you get access to our discord which is where our patrons submitted this question uh for this q d but you can also get access to bonus episodes each month you can mm -hmm. Uh, get a say in the types of things we talk about each week so it's a great way if to become join involved today mm -hmm. you'll actually have one more day we have an among us party night <gasps> playing among us wednesday april 14th 2021 wee woo wee woo so if you sign up right now you'd be able to play among us with us it's really fun play among us with me and fauna fuck yeah uh we're really good at lying so like we win every time we're super good saying. at deceiving people <laughs> we're really good at making you believe things that aren't true well. speaking of untrue things just kidding um if you rate and review us on itunes or podchaser <laughs> that was a good You're segue right <laughs> if you guys rate and review us yeah. on itunes or podchaser then we will donate five dollars to the conservation organization of our patrons choice in your name it's a quick and easy way to help out conservation and to, to spread the word of the podcast. We love when you guys help advertise for us because we don't do it ourselves. We don't tell anyone about it. So it helps. <laughs> and that's it. We hope you guys have a great week. We'll chat with y'all next time. See you later. Bye.